As important as community engagement and public comments are, are uh, very important to us, I would like to make a motion to decrease the um, minutes to two minutes. <laughs> that, that's how it started. Even that was oh. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 7.12 on this Tuesday morning. So we'll try again for Speaker of the House today. Are we going to get a floor vote today, Eric, or just uh, more like cajoling positioning? I, I would expect just a Speaker designee will come out of today and then maybe a House vote tomorrow. So this is more like closed-door stuff yeah. within the caucus. So assuming that no candidate wins a majority on the first secret ballot, the field will winnow automatically. So there are eight Congress people interested in this. More rounds of voting will be held until someone wins most of the ballots cast, right? So you kind of slowly just kind of go through the process. New York Congressman Mark Molinero. I'm hopeful that uh, this gets wrapped up in the next 48 to 72 hours. All right. So maybe in the next 48 to 72 hours. But if you ask the Kentucky Congressman Tom Massey what he thinks. Have you seen our track record? (laughs) (laughs) So so maybe. We have. Yes. Noted. (laughs) So there are eight congressmen. The candidates are. Are you ready to not know any of these people? Yeah. Well, maybe that's where we need to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Uh, Tom Emmer of Minnesota. His name has been floated out there yeah. a bit recently. Seems to be the favorite right now. Mike Johnson of Louisiana. Jack Bergman of Michigan. Byron Donalds of Florida. Kevin Hearn of Oklahoma. Gary Palmer of Alabama. Austin Scott of Georgia. And Pete Sessions of Texas. So those are your eight. And they were doing some cajoling last night, trying to impress the congressmen and women what they think they should have done. Voting today will start, and they'll slowly, hopefully, get down to one at some point. And then what we would expect, a floor vote Wednesday? Well, then you're going to have to make sure you shore up all the 217 votes you need, and who knows what deals you're going to have to make, and then yes. See, I think what what we've seen maybe developing here is without an ability to placate you know, the far right of the caucus or the most moderate in the caucus or someone who's invested in this or invested in that is yeah. you find somebody who, like you said, probably haven't heard of, hasn't risen to any level of prominence. Look, we don't need an agenda from you. We just need you to go through the motions here. Have you seen our track record? <laughs> well, would that mean they're actually successful, though, if they don't have any backbone, so to speak, that experience of being able to Stand for stand firm and have a spine. What did Growthman say about Bowtie Guy? Not a lot of humor on Not it. Not a lot of humor on that right? guy. So I, I oh, think but, right. But. Traditionally, the speaker's role has required some gravitas, yeah. a little something extra. But uh, maybe that's not the direction we're headed. 714 Wisconsin's Morning News. Sports is up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Bucks fans waking up with reason to celebrate today. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, Giannis and Milwaukee have agreed to a three-year, $186 million extension on Monday. That new deal includes a player option on the 27-28 season. Bucks president Peter Fagan speaking on the offseason that was had in Milwaukee. A really fun time, and this is... uh injecting some found enthusiasm in what was already a championship-level team and, and kind of 
you know, upping the expectations. The Bucks will officially open their season on Thursday night against the Philadelphia 76ers at Pfizer Forum. Over to baseball, where the Texas Rangers will await the winner of the NLCS as they go on for the Game 7 11-4 win on Monday night in Houston. The 1-0 to Carter. Swings, and that is a fair ball down the line in right field. That's going to bring in Young following him, Simeon. And a two-run double for the 21-year-old kid. And Texas now leads it 6-2. to two. The call on ESPN Radio as Evan Carter would knock in two runs with that RBI double as the Rangers roll over the Astros in the battle for the Lone Star State. They'll advance to the World Series. Game 1 will begin on Friday in Texas. They will await the winner between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies. The Diamondbacks winning Game 6 on Monday night by a final of 5-1 to one to force a Game 7 winner-take-all. That first pitch is set for tonight. At 7 p.m. Hey, can I ask you something? Since we're close to the World Series and the Fall Classic starts Friday night, could we potentially hear what's happening with Craig Council this week? Like, when, at, when is that going to be? Figured I think at out? any point you could hear about Craig Council. Just like you could. You know, there's a deadline for everything. October 31st is his contract expires. They're going to sit until then. Oh God, I hope not. Well, they're well, awaiting. They're awaiting. Probably word from Craig Council himself, like, hey, I want to do this or I want to so do that. I thought maybe they would wait until the games are in between series or something. Now, there is an article that was published this morning, I believe, uh, the New York Times. I, don't quote me on that exactly. But they said that it's reported that league sources have indicated that he is open to joining New York. So, Ooh, you know, maybe take just, that. I I could, maybe he just that. wants some more money. Take maybe. that for what it's worth. You know, it's also possible that the Brewers know they maybe already had that conversation and yeah. the public reveal is later. It's something that I he's think staying or going. I yeah, think yeah. it's something none of us would have predicted weeks ago. I still can't see it, but it's looking like it. it New it York, could be, no way. It, it could oh. be a possibility. Oh. I'm, I'm like, a, I'm still a no way on that. <laughs> I don't know. Week seven of the NFL concluded on Monday night with the Vikings taking down the Niners by a final of twenty-two to seventeen. The Packers will play host to Minnesota this upcoming Sunday at Lambeau Field. Seven eighteen on Wisconsin's Morning News. Seven twenty-two on this Tuesday morning, Wisconsin's morning news. Joined now by Chief Meteorologist at TMJ Four, Brian Nisnanski. Bit a severe thunderstorm warning yesterday. What was that about? Yeah, that was a little hailmaker. Came out of Madison. Uh, Madison actually they had like close to golf ball size hail, like Middleton area. Yeah, pretty good. You know, this time of year, um, hail becomes a little bit more likely in any thunderstorms that build enough vertical growth. Basically, while we're cooling at the surface, uh, it's getting even colder higher up in the atmosphere. So it makes it easier for the hail to form um, versus like the middle of summertime. And these storms this morning is they're building to the northern part of the state. You think that largely stays north? Yeah, for the most part. However, I do think, you know, some of our listeners in like Fond du Lac, uh, Sheboygan and points in between um, could very easily get, get clipped with this stuff. In fact, I'm I'm right now watching what might be the strongest portion of this large cluster of storms, very large if you pull up the radar. Uh, the strongest part of it is kind of like moving through like Green Lake in Berlin right now, and it's moving east. So, yeah, this could at least clip North Sondalac here uh, within the hour. What happens here this time of year? How do we pop a 77 today? I mean, that's uh, <laughs> is that record territory or no? It's close. Um, 80 degrees is the record for today. That was okay. set back in 1963. So. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you can get these brief warm surges, which is also like it all comes together why we're getting thunderstorms too, right? You have clashing air masses. So um, it happens. It's a very smaller version of springtime where you really transition seasons, and um, we're definitely seeing it this week. But, yeah, uh, warm already. I mean, I'm, I'm getting ready to send the kids out the door without even a sweatshirt on. I mean, temperatures for the most part are above 60 degrees now, and, we're headed for the seventies. Honestly, like I'm just kind of being a little, I went 78 um, last night. I saw Brendan had 77 this morning, all in the same ballpark. I think, I think we fall shy, but I would not be shocked if we hit record territory. It's just really hard to, you know, pop an 80 off in October. <laughs> Daylight <laughs> is. Not very... <laughs> so, so yeah, so, but I wouldn't be shocked if we did. I mean, let's go for it. Right. Absolutely. Hey, Niz, what does the uh, trick-or-treating outlook look like this weekend? Okay, so while we're all basking in, like, summer, it really does look like um, we get socked with, you know, what we kind of expect around here uh, for Halloween time. Yeah, Um, I think Saturday, if you have Saturday trick-or-treat times, there's hope that it's still decent out. It's not going to be 70s, um, but we're looking at potentially – more rain this weekend. There's a chance that it holds off until Sunday. Um, and then Saturday looks good. If you have a Sunday trick-or-treat, that looks really soggy. And we're talking about cooling and windy, too, like highs maybe around 50. And then if you have an actual <laughs> trick-or-treat on Halloween, we're going to be struggling to hit 40, I think, next Tuesday. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> man, you can't do rain, though. Like, you can do, you know, I always call it. Capes over coats. You can do that. That's a Wisconsin Halloween, but sure. man, you can't do rain. <laughs> yes, I know. Sundays, honestly, Sunday's forecast for trick-or-treat times could be, right now, like, it could be, like, windy, 40s, and <laughs> rainy. <laughs> Delicious. That, that's always one of the, that's always one, one of the days before Halloween, there's always some type of, keep an eye on your Halloween decorations outside, because they're going to get oh, blown yeah, away. Too. <laughs> that, too. I mean, that time of year. And, like, the thing, too, with, um, you know, this this time of year with trick-or-treating is, I mean, you, you work, these kids think about their Halloween costumes, and then it just gets ruined by whatever you got to throw on top of it. <laughs> or like, you know, you, you got a, you got a Spider-Man with a hoodie under it, you know? Like, <laughs> right. Or like, right, you buy it to fit your kid, but then you got to go three layers under it. And like, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what are the girls going yeah. as this year? Uh, we have Tinkerbell as okay. Riley, uh, standard. which is cool, and Olivia... As I, we've, ta- we've talked about before, is seven going on 16. Um, she went the cheetah route already this year. And when I heard that, I go, cheetah? Like, we're not doing, like, sassy cheetah at this age or whatever. It's a very nice. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I'm I like, know what no. you mean. No, we're not doing yeah, sexy like, no, cheetah. We're just, not, just not a zoo happy. cheetah. One bit. But I looked at it, and it's a very seven-year-old kid okay. cheetah. You know, it looks cute. <laughs> Yes, we want we want zoo cheetah. Exactly, you know, like a fur, like you know, everything. Exactly. Are you dressing up? You and Julie do that. You going to a party? Am, you dressed as, up? As of right now, I am not, but I can feel the pressure coming on. Yeah, from all angles. Julie, uh, the kids, neighborhood. I might just like be like scary mask guy, like walk around the neighborhood okay, with yeah. a mask on or something. You know, something that just threw on. <laughs> Thanks, Niz. I hope we can tighten some stuff up for the weekend. We'll keep an eye on it. See you, bud. All right. Sounds good, brothers. Later. 
Coming up at 8 o'clock, we're going to dive into some of the comments offered at the Menominee Falls School Board meeting. Nothing really changed in terms of the materials that were removed from the public uh, from the high school library earlier this week. I guess depending on which side of the argument you're on, you'll say materials were removed or you'll say books were banned. Both are true, I suppose. But the meeting got off to a rough start. So they're going to have like a public comment period. A lot of people showed up. They wanted to voice their concerns. It wasn't on the agenda. Right. So it was just if you were going to make a comment about it, it would be during the public comment. So in an effort to keep the meeting from going till 2 in the morning, the school board right away, the board decided we're going to limit the amount of time each person who is here to speak gets to two minutes. As important as community engagement and public comments are, are very important to us, I would like to make a motion to decrease the uh, minutes to two minutes. <laughs> That's how it started. Even that was... Oh. Still a long time, yeah. even when I, you do two minutes. You don't know, right? Go ahead. Speak for two minutes straight. Like... Time yourself. It's a long time. So anyway, that's how things started. And there there were some some pretty learned and interesting comments on either side of the issue. We'll share those with you at 8 o'clock. Brandon Snide has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Week 7 in the NFL concluded on Monday night as the Vikings taking down the Niners by a final of 22-17. to Minnesota winners of their last two. They'll head next to Lambeau Field, face off with the Packers for a Week 8 matchup. On Monday, head coach Matt LaFleur met with the media, and despite some growing concerns with Jordan Love, he nor the team are losing any confidence in number 10. He's done enough for me to show me that he's it's all right there. And we just got to try to get, and it's not just him, it's getting the other 10, everybody on the same page. It all works in unison. And so the better everybody is around him, the better he's going to look. And our confidence in him is not wavering one one bit. Speaking of issues and frustrations on the offensive side of things, LaFleur also diving into some details about why his unit has been unable to score any points in the team's first half of play. Do we have to be better? Absolutely. We have got to be better. We've got to find a way to, to, to not only um, put our guys in a better position, whether it's by by scheme or whatever um but then we have to go out there and execute it especially when we get the looks that we're looking for Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks have some breaking news on Monday evening the two-time MVP agreeing to a three-year 186 million dollar extension with the organization Lori Nickel joining the guys here on Wisconsin's morning news today with her main takeaway about that extension and now the high expectations in Milwaukee. The biggest thing it means is that the people in the state of Wisconsin want to see a second championship, right? They didn't get one with Brett Favre. They didn't get one with Aaron Rodgers. They are looking to Giannis Antetokounmpo and saying somebody with all that talent should have at least two rings. The state and the city should be able to celebrate. The Bucks will open their season season Thursday night against Philadelphia. And lastly, to baseball, where the Texas Rangers are moving on to the World Series. This after throttling the Astros in Houston by a final of 11-4 in Game 7. And the 3-2 on the way to Garcia. And that ball smoked to left field. Did he do it again? Incoming, it's off the wall. Carter read it beautifully. He's coming in to score. Garcia didn't get a great jump out of the box. He may have thought he had a homer. He's at first, but it's 2-0 Rangers. The call on ESPN Radio as the Rangers will now wait the winner of tonight's Game 7 
between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies. That first pitch set for 7 p.m. We got Mark Tauscher ready to go. He joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. You're on the same team. Communicate. Let these guys know so that we all understand, hey, we don't have him. We better have alternative opportunities and figure out a game plan. Innovative. You have to have a little bit of Vinny, a little bit of Eric, and mix it all together. And it makes yourself, what is it in that, uh, Bruce Almighty? It makes yourself a heck of a cookie. And if you don't, you just got a bunch of nuts. And Packers Hall of Famer. And that just made the open. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tausch here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Tausch, conversation that started this morning over questions about what Brewers manager Craig Council is ultimately going to decide. Brandon read a report out of New York that he's cozying to the idea of possibly becoming manager out there. That doesn't mean anything. Been rumored that he might be a good fit with the Mets, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Eric and I have been firmly in the camp of why would you? Now, looking at it from a perspective like me as a guy who's worked his entire career in its multiple phases here in Wisconsin, what would it take to get you to pack up and, and go work in the Big Apple? Uh, big money. <laughs> is that all it would what take? it comes down to. Well, but I, we, all, so, right, we I, all say, like, nah, I wouldn't go to New York. But it, if it's put in front of you and it's real and yeah. here's a proposal and it's a boatload of cash and then you start thinking, like, well, maybe. Well, yeah, and I also, I mean, money obviously drives a lot when it comes to work. I mean, that's why people work. There's a passion that you have, too, and I think the the ones where you can get – you're doing your passion and you're making good money, which obviously Craig Council was doing. That's great. Um, I would be surprised just because Craig Council, uh, being a Milwaukee guy like he is and growing up, and we've heard all of the stories, and it's not like he doesn't have authority to do what he wants to do. That's, I think, the big thing. Are you allowed to grow and do what you want? My guess is the Milwaukee Brewers will do whatever it takes for uh, professionally to keep Craig Council. Now, if he thinks, hey, we're in a small market, we can't ever go and spend the big money, like obviously the New York Mets do, and if that is what he believes is keeping him from ultimately winning a world championship, that would be one of the things that I, I would think you would look at. But I just I feel like with the mesh point that he has with the city of Milwaukee, his history and the fact that they've been very open about wanting to keep him, that's that's always the big thing when you make a move. It's do you feel wanted, do you feel loved, and then is the money the right thing? So I think it's a combination of all those things. But I just get the sense, and you guys talk to him every Tuesday during the season, I just get the sense that this is more family-related and that he wants to go watch his kids play. And that's that balancing act that uh, parenting and having your kids grow up and leave the house – that's the tough part of figuring out what the what the right mix is. So I wouldn't be shocked, I guess, if he went to New York, but I would be definitely surprised if that was what he ended up doing. So Tausch, if a headhunter calls you and says, We okay. want we want you in Boston. We need you in Boston. We're gonna roll up okay. the truck here. We're gonna give you all the money you need, but we need you in Boston yeah. starting next March. Are you in or are you out? It's a great question. I, at this point in my life, would probably – you'd have to tell me what the what the old Brinks truck's got in it. <laughs> if there's Bitcoin – I mean, how much? Really, though? Exactly. Would that so matter? there's 
Uh, for sure it would for me, but I, I think it, it would be a family deal, and it would take – my point is it would take a lot uh, to make me want to do that, uh, a lot. And it would not just be about money. It would also, what am I doing? What are the opportunities? If it's, uh, you know, if it's something big national and some TV I, – I'm a radio guy. That's what I like doing. So I, I would think that it would have to be a monster of monsters, and even with that – I, it, would, it would be really difficult for me and my family at this point in our lives to, to uproot and do something different. See, I think that's how a lot of people would feel, right? Wouldn't you think that, Vitrano? Like, it, it's not easy to just snap your fingers and move to a new city and do everything different. Absolutely. And then on top of that, you know, Tausch, we've talked about, and I've got firsthand experience now that my daughter's there for college, and, you know, and haven't visited there a number of times and know people there. Like, New York specifically – that is a hard town in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. and especially for a Wisconsinite who's used to being, hey, if I want to, I'm five minutes away from the first tee at a golf course that's not too bad, <laughs> right. right? Good luck finding a golf course in Manhattan. It's a day-long slog, even if you have yeah. the money and, for it. You know, or like, five so minutes many from stadium, things. too. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the tricky part because everybody, let's say somebody comes to you, Vinny or Eric, and says, you know what, we're going to give you 3X what you're making. Well, it's going to cost you 2x probably for housing and yeah. for any of the stuff, golf and all the other stuff. So that's why I, I just think it's about people. It's always the, that's what the big thing. But I don't want anyone to kid themselves and say money isn't the driver of a lot right. of this because it is. And I think we all would agree with that. And I think to your point. Except for Billstead. If you know. Sounds like <laughs> Billstead wants to. <laughs> I mean, he's. He, he worked for free if he can have the opportunity yeah, to stay. Yeah, right? even, hey, you I know what? I don't want that, that. cat. I'll take less. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tausch.